0: Hey bestie, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Staying Inspired. I'm your hype woman and host, Amanda Yoa, and my jam is inspiring the glass ceiling breakers, the bold move makers, the best life living women in the making. This is the hottest place for empowerment, real conversation, inspiration, humor, and tools for you to up-level your life and make some bold moves in that main character energy. So now that you're here, grab some snacks, sit back, and let's get into it. Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to another episode of Staying Inspired. I'm your host and hype woman, Amanda Yoa. Today, I have with me the wonderful Jennifer Chavez. Jennifer is the founder and CEO of Babes in Business. A thriving, supportive, ever-expanding community for female entrepreneurs at every stage. Jennifer also serves as founder and chief creative officer of Helpful Rabbit, a branding website and social media firm, and is a partner in Asbury Park Bazaar, where she oversees large-scale events of makers, artists, and vendors. She continues to be a trusted resource and secret weapon, I love that, for a wide variety of individuals and businesses who seek to develop, launch, and grow strong brands and build a thriving social media presence. So Jennifer, welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you. I can't wait Thank to you get started. Thank you so done. much for having me. Oh, it's we're going to have a good old time, let me tell you. But a quick um before our good old time, let me just give a quick shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, The Fresh Works of Port Richmond. Again, ladies, if you're in Philly, if you're in the Philly area or if you're traveling to the Philly area, you got to check this place out. Their cheesesteaks are hitting, their wings are winging. Their hoagies are stacked with high quality meats. I mean, if you're craving some authentic Philly food, they got you covered. So ditch the ordinary, dive into flavor and treat your taste buds right. Check them out and tell them that your girl sent you for a special treat. You can click the link at the bottom of this episode description to check out their Instagram. All right. So I am I'm super excited to get to to dive into all of our topics for today. I want to start off you know, just tell us a little bit about your journey. you know, what made you start your business, specifically babes in business? You know, was there a pivotal moment where you were like, "Okay, you know what? it's time for a change. It's time to go after it, baby." Like, give us, the, give us all the juice.
1: I think my pivotal moment was the same as many other people's. You're in a job that you absolutely hate, whether it be corporate or for me, it was bartending. And along with many other jobs, I probably always had four different jobs at a time, which is why I now run a few different companies. But I just was so sick of serving all these people, waiting on all these people and just feeling completely stuck and being surrounded by all these creative females. and just thinking there's got to be something bigger. There's got to be something better that we could all be doing. So I think that's when I kind of subconsciously got the idea for babes in business.
0: Um, and that's kind of how it started. Nice. Nice. I love that. You know, it, you know, and someone was talking to me earlier and let me know if you agree. Cause you know, I, sp- I kind of speak on the same thing too. It's like, you know, finding what like you up, finding your passion and your purpose. And Although that was the case for you, you know, like quitting your job, knowing that it wasn't for you, a lot of times too, I find that some women, they still like their job, right? But then they find something that, you know, their job is just their job, but then they find something that like lights them up. So do you agree too that? Like you can still find your passion or do you see this within women in your network where they still have their nine to five, it pays the bills, they're thriving, but they still have this passion project. I'm a firm believer that you can do both. You can either figure out, Hey, like this job's not for me. I need to move on. I need to find something that lights me up and that becomes your passion and your purpose. And that's great. But then I also think, you know, you can still have your nine to five and then still make time for what it is that truly lights you up. And, you know, in terms of like a passion project. So what are your thoughts?
1: 100%. I feel like a lot of the women in our net re- networking group have corporate jobs, but then also have the side hustle, but now they've turned it into a business. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to say no to two incomes. So I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who don't hate their corporate job. They like it. They want to keep it. They want to keep the, um, you know, the health insurance and the, all the benefits and the money, obviously. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like I see. Both scenarios and also I love that you're using the phrase lights you up because I feel like that's what I see happen at a babe's in business, whether you're you're coming and you don't even know what you you don't even know that you have that in you, or you're coming and you need to meet people. They just kind of they have that aha moment that they like light up and I love seeing that happen. I love women talking to other women because we all feel insecure. We all feel like we're not good enough. We all like myself included. And then you go to one of these events and someone's sitting in front of you telling you, no, Amanda, you are awesome. Your podcast's amazing. You changed, you know, so many different lives. You're helping so many people learn about so many different things. And you're like, oh, wait, yes, I forgot. You know, so <laughs> I, I like seeing that that light up moment happen.
0: Yeah, I love that, too and you know for me too when i go to like networking events i think it's a it's a a reminder that you know if you are in those seasons of not really you know like trusting in who you are or you know you're just in like a slump energy is real right like and and who we are attracts our tribe and i think when you surround yourself with such amazing people it's a good reminder for you as well that their greatness that you see in them you're able to see that greatness because it resides in you as well right so it's like you know in those moments and I want to hear your thoughts too like what would you tell the women who are listening who may be in like a season of like a slump or you know they're feeling like who am I to do this you know they have something on their mind whatever that thing is for them what would you tell them in terms of how they can get out of that season of slump or get out of their own way to achieve that goal It is definitely
1: a a lot to do with who you're surrounding yourself with. So if you're not getting out there, not going to these events, not even talking to your friends about it, then you're just stuck in your own head. So I think you need to surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up and not drain your energy and also what you tell yourself. So if you're telling yourself, like if I'm telling myself, I can't do this, I'm not going to be able to open any more locations Then that's what's going to happen. But if I pump myself full of positive energy and you know, I have all my little post-its all over here that I'm going to open more and businesses this year, then I'm telling myself a different story. I'm but just like everyone else, I, I do get in those, those times. I think that we all do, but it is, you have to be telling yourself, I can do
0: this. This is possible. I just have to do it one step at a time. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. I, you know, and in those moments, you know, realizing that you have that choice, you know, I think a lot of times we could sit in our unhappiness or we can sit in that scarcity and that fear, but it's really, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's only us that's holding us back, yeah. you know, like we create that narrative. So I think once you realize that and it's really nothing else, it's really not the thing because there's people who accomplish that same exact thing that you're 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 out trying to accomplish every single day, right? So it's not the thing in itself. It's it's what you're telling yourself that's not enabling you to you know do the thing. So in those moments, you know, it's just like being really conscious. Like I always tell the story about I did my first um, networking event and I was a speaker, and the whole way there, I was like talking myself out of it, and I was no. like, you know, and I'm just gonna let her let her get it all out. Like I consciously knew, like. I was freaking out, right? At the same time, because I was nervous my first time speaking. Like, I mess up. What if they don't like me? (laughs) Like, who are you? You know, like, just all the (laughs) things. And at the same time, I'm like, all right, let's just let her get all this out and then we'll tell her the real deal. And that was, you know, I think whatever your mind tries to do or say to keep you safe, you have that passion, right? Which becomes your purpose. You put that passion into action. And that can become louder and more powerful than anything that your mind can tell you. So, you know, for me, it's like, whenever you get into those moments, just know, let, let, let her have her moment. You know, she's freaking out. Like, just let her. <laughs> and then once she settles down, then you just tell her how it is. You give her to business. And, um, you know, like I always say, the feeling you get when you accomplish and do the thing, like that feeling, like I'm sure you remember like maybe hosting your first networking event right? Like how good did that feel? That will always trump the fear that's holding you back. Whatever feelings you have associated with that fear of even doing the thing, following through and doing the actual thing, the feeling you get from that, it's like, oh, that fear? That was like so yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I love it. I love it. So you um, you have locations all up the East Coast, right? You yes. have the New Jersey. I think I saw, was it, um, there's a couple in Jersey, right? Central there's, uh, yeah, Jersey, North
1: Jersey, like Central Jersey, North Jersey, Mercer County. We just opened Connecticut, Long
0: Island, um, and then I have one in St. Louis and we just opened Boston. Nice. And then you have a huge event coming up in Egg Harbor, New Jersey at the Renault Winery. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about that. So, yeah, we have a huge festival coming up. It's called Babe
1: Made Festival. It's for everyone. We're allowing anyone who supports women to own because the boys have been a little bit jealous and wanted to come hang out with us. Um, but I always <laughs> say guys are babes too. So, this is yes. for, for anyone who wants to support female owned. We're having so many different things. Um, one of my favorite things to have is uh, like area immersive photo moments. So we're having tons of those. We have 15 immersive photo moments for you to create content with your business besties. Um, we're having workshops so you can get creative and crafty and pretend like you're a kid again. Um, temporary it. tattoo bar. We're going to have adoptable puppies there. So over 40 um, vendors. We're really just trying to like go all out. I'm trying to take my events up to the next, the next level this, this year. So we're really excited to be bringing this to everyone. It's at a gorgeous winery. So it's super cute.
0: It is gorgeous. I was there, and I can't even believe that you're going to have an adopt a puppy. I'm definitely <laughs> going home with a. Oh, I'm just going to apologize now, Joe, my husband, who's probably listening. I'm sorry if I come home from that event with a puppy. <laughs> it's for a good cause. <laughs> Jennifer made me do it. <laughs> well, I want to mention um, the discount code uh, Babe Made. If you want to hop on over to uh, babesinbusiness.com, dot you can look up the tickets for this event. If you use the code made, you'll get yourself a little discount. Um, so check that out. And I can't wait. I'm going to be there. So if anyone's listening, you want to meet up with your girl? Let's let's you know. Let's have some fun together. Drink some wine. Do some crafts. And take home a puppy. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want to go into this next topic. And um I think it's really interesting. It's something that I have been really focusing on as of recent. I've learned this a while ago, but it's always nice when things circle back and, you know, you have that pivotal moment in your life and you're using this tool. So it's human design. What is it? It's the most practical, uh, at the most practical level, human design is, it shows you how to access your body's consciousness as a decision-making tool and how to live as your true self. You know, we always hear like, trust your gut, what's your gut telling you? You know, human design offers a map that indicates how you are unique as a person because we really are all unique and, you know, it guides you in living in a manner that is in sync with who you are. And when we live in alignment with our true nature, we begin to experience a level of comfort and acceptance. We start, you know, um, attracting instead of chasing. And we just start living out our real purpose in the world. And, you know, there's five different types um, that each have their own strategy. Mm-hmm. And um, so strategy is like one of the main things. Your strategy is like a doorway to living as yourself. It's affirming who you really are and understanding and letting go of what you're not. So your strategy supports you to work with your natural energy instead of working against it. So the five types are generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. So um, if anyone wants to check this out, by the way, I use myhumandesign.com and I'll pop the link down below for you guys to click and check it out. All you really need is your name, your date, time of birth, and your location of birth. So I did me and Jennifer's, so I'm going to share ours and then we can chat. Mine is like, I, I mean, I've like I said, I've always known mine and why I wanted to bring up the importance of this is because, you know, it really, it opened my eyes to see the way that I work and flow in certain things, especially when it came to my business. I was like, oh my God, I do that. That makes total sense. Or yeah, you know what? That's, that's me. Maybe I need to start doing a little more like this and then things will flow easier. That's why I'm so resistant. So like looking them up and understanding yourself at that deeper level, it just helps you flow so much. So Jen, you are a generator, which I knew I just (laughs) had a feeling. I was like, I think she's a generator. Generators represent about 70% of the population. They are the life force of the planet, the builders. They have a defined sacral center and an open Enveloping R that is constantly pulling life to them. Their strategy is to respond as opposed to initiate. Um, it, it's a sacral response. So it's like your sac, um, like body movement that lets them know if they're available to give their energy to something or not. When generators initiate from a mental place, instead of waiting for this response, they can end up feeling deeply frustrated and degenerated rather than regenerated and satisfied in their work and their life. So that is you, my friend. Okay. I, on the other hand, your girl is a projector. Um, Projectors represent about 20% of the population. Their strategy is to wait for recognition and invitation. They're focused and penetrating training aura gives them the ability to see deeply into others. When invited and recognized, they feel appreciated and seen. Projectors are here to be our most guided Gifted guides. Their openness leaves them vulnerable to conditioning, which is very true. Um, If projectors are focusing on the wrong people and have not been really recognized, this can lead to exhaustion and bitterness. Mm. Projectors need to learn to be very discerning about and engaging their energy and with whom they are natural at mastering systems. And when they use their energy correctly, will experience success in their life and relationships. So yeah, that for me, you know, like, the whole like waiting for the invitation thing. I I think yours lines up so much with like what you do, like the networking and, and building that community of, of women, you know, like, but for me and what I was doing, I'm like projector, like a lot of that rings true, if not all, but it was like hard to navigate how to like wait for an invitation. I'm like, wait for an invitation. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? Just sit here and not do anything? But it's like, it's really not that. It's like,
1: you're supposed well, to wait for people like me to stalk you. And then,
0: <laughs> right. But that's the truth. It's like, you know, but it the, the thing is it's, they still want you to take action, right? Like life still wants you to do your thing, show up and show out. And then, you know, that's how you attract what is meant for you. Whereas like you, on the other hand, you don't need nobody you can just show up and do the thing and then you just start building it. One of my best friends I think is a generator and I always say to her I just can't believe like how quickly just things happen for you. It's amazing. Like it's just, it just it's so amazing. So okay. The next thing is your authority, which is like the way you make decisions. So yours is very sacral. It's where a lot of generators fall, which I think I did mention. Your natural tendency is to wait for something or someone to show up in your field so you can respond. Your aura is pulling life to itself all the time. You don't need to go and get things. Instead, you get familiar with the many ways in which you are already responding all the time. Your sacral life force energy is responding mechanism. It's either opening to give in it's giving its energy to something that is healthy for you in the moment or closed. A response can be signified by a spontaneous sound or body movement towards something. It's not always about someone asking you a direct question. I don't know that's how that's yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Um, mine is a splenic. So splenic is is rare. It's about eleven percent of the population. God was just like, here's all the rarities. You're don't. like a little.
1: You're like a little four leaf clover. Like very rare.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't. You know, I I I've I've been I've been dealing with what I've been dealt, and <laughs> sometimes it's really hard. And it's, you know, it's characterized by an intuitive sense or recognition in the moment. So it's like using your intuition. And, you know, that for me, it's like that, it rings true. I think sacral, and for me, sacral and splenic is kind of like that gut feeling, trusting your gut, you know, and and just going for, does this feel right? Does this not feel good? You know, and for me, like, that's how I've always felt of the both of them together. And then you have your profile, so your profile is how you operate and how you experience life. So we are both three, five profiles. So we are the great life experimenter. So we are here as a catalyst for change and people like to live vicariously through us for better or for worse. Many celebrities have a three, five profile. So like in a way we're celebrities. We're famous. And, um, Yeah. It can be difficult for you when you've experimented and failed after everyone has been projecting onto you and holding onto their own expectations of who you should be and what you should be doing. Embracing the ups and downs and the messiness of life, regardless of what people project onto you, will draw the correct people to you in the end. And when you get into this flow, you'll have some of the most likable magnetic energy of all the profiles. That's interesting because I feel
1: like we're both doing things where you're putting yourself out there all the time, like on your podcast. And I, the same, it's hard to sell tickets to events, especially when there's so much going on. So I feel like you are putting yourself out there and you, I don't know about you, but I have this, like, everything else that I've done has succeeded. So this has to succeed too. And if it doesn't, and I'm actually dealing with that now. And I'm like, if it doesn't, it's it's okay. It's just business. But you, I sometimes get in my head
0: and I'm like, no, this is the worst. Like, I'm failing. Yep, yep. But like, have you always... Ha- so I know for me, a, a lot of what I've done professionally has been like trial and error. And that's honestly the only way. Like, have you been the same way where you have to do the thing?
1: hundred percent. I've had meetups where like, I would do like a social media boot camp, and one person would come and it was free. Like, so... Yeah. I think when people look at someone like you or I, they're like, oh, you're so successful. Your podcast is so amazing. The branding's so good. You're like, well, I didn't start this way.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. And and that's, I didn't even start doing a podcast. Uh, That kind of just came along as I was like, you know, following my passion of making an impact. And that, you know, and but that, but what I'm, you know, I think the importance of knowing this is, if I didn't know that, that I was like a trial and error type of gal, I had to do the thing to realize, okay, this is for me or okay, this is not for me. It's like trusting the pivots of life, you know, if I didn't know that that, uh, that's how I was meant to flow, I -hmm. would be constantly getting frustrated and maybe not even like continuing my journey towards, you know, making an impact. So. You know, I just thought it was a really interesting... Human design just always... It really does interest me. And there's more things you can really get into the specifics of it. There's different lines. And again, look it up in the link below um, if you're listening and figure out. I would love to hear if you want to hop on over to my Instagram under um, this episode's post and let me know what your human design is and if it wowed you, if it was kind of like, a, wow, like I knew, you know, I kind of had a sense of this all along or... You know, I never knew that about myself, but now I'm going to start implementing these things so I can be, you know, in ease and flow. For me, it's, you know, it's been hard. It's hard out there on these streets as the projector with a splatik <laughs> <three five>. 3-5. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I try to utilize it as much as I can, maybe more so as a reminder in those moments when I'm feeling like things are not working out in my favor. And just learning how to shift and pivot and and be in more flow with what I'm doing so that I can be in my joy. Cause I there are times and there are seasons where I'm still doing the same exact thing, but I'm not in my joy doing it because something is not going my way or the way that I thought it should go, you know, and then I find myself out of my joy and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, I'm supposed to be in my joy here. This is my passion. I want to make an impact. So what do I need to kind of like revamp here so that I can continue being in my happiness and what I'm doing. All right. I'm going to wrap this up. What's the deal? Here's our topic for today. Ladies and gentlemen, let me gather my strength when I say this in sync. I don't know if any of you watched the VMAs. They had their grand reunion on the VMAs. They came out on stage and it has a lot of us elder millennials thinking, you know, are they coming back? So are you jen are you a fan of nsync i'm not
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that doesn't mean that like i love their style um i also love that uh lance gave uh taylor swift friendship bracelets on the vmas we actually know the company little words shout out to little words projects um but yeah i I was more of like a Madonna, Debbie Gibson, Bangles girl.
0: (laughs) You know what? I can appreciate that because I was the same. My mom had me. uh, She was 20 when she had me. So I was very influenced by her music and the things that she listened to. You know, like I grew up too, like Madonna, Debbie Gibson, Michael Jackson. Like they were all, Michael Jackson was my main man. My main man. (laughs) There will never be another like him you know, I loved him dearly. But, you know, as I got older, you know, got in my tween years, I did fall into the I, I have to say, if, you know, or if there are any boy bands listening right now, which if they are, that's absolutely amazing. But um I would have to say I started my boy band career as a fan loving New Kids on the Block. That was my first. I had the the whole bed set. Posters, you name it. I had it. I had the doll, the Joey doll, and then that kind of like evolved into, you know, and Sync came out, Backstreet Boys came out, and I feel like that was more of like a boys to men. Oh, I love Boys to Men too. They're from Philly. Philly. Back again. They're from Philly. Yeah, we love them. Yeah, but I just, you know, as far as boy band goes, it just like. You know, when you listen to certain songs, they just bring back that, like, nostalgia. You know, you just, like, remember certain times of your life. When you were, like, an angsty teen. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, you're, (laughs) you were half psychotic because your hormones are all out of whack.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Uh, Also, I think at that point I was listening to, like, Alanis Morissette, which somebody probably
0: shouldn't have given me, but I loved it. (laughs) We are, so I, so I listened to her as well. Um, jagged Little Pill. Yes, jagged Little right? Pill, yes. yes. Um I I love uh karaoke-ing to her. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. I won't do it now. I'll save you that. That'll be in the subscription material if you subscribe. <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah. I loved her. Who else did I love? Oh my gosh, Jagged Little Pill. Alana Morissette. Oh, what was the other? Cheryl Crow? Oh,
1: I was like Spice Girls, but Cheryl Crow is like probably better than the Spice
0: Girls. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. But see, I did like the Spice Girls too. I was like, I gave, I gave, you and had then, a well, you had a well-rounded, I did. Yeah. I, I, and I still do. I, I really still do. And who's the other one? No doubt. No doubt yes, was my, her,
1: she
0: doesn't age. She's gorgeous. I swear. I don't know what she does, but that, you were absolutely correct. She does not age. I love her. I love her. I love her. But yeah, she has an age. So let us know what you do because I need it.
1: She's a vampire.
0: Probably. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I certainly hope, I know you're not a fan, but I just wanted to take this time. You know, what's the deal? Are they coming back? I don't know. There was talks. I know they're doing a, uh, they're doing a song for the trolls movie with Justin Timberlake I was like, you know, about time he gets his boys a bag because you know he's been making money. It's about time he shares the wealth. <laughs> but you know, maybe they're coming back. I don't know. And I, all I want to say is, if they are coming back, if 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 your birth year does not start with a one, or if you don't have a Botox regimen, if you don't, if you're not going to pack like Advil, Pepsi. Let's see what else, you know, Pepto-Bismol, whatever in your bag to go to the concert for what you're going to need. If if you're not going to like take Advil before because to help your aches and pains, if you're not going to wear a supportive shoe because of your plantar fasciitis, I'm going to ask you respectfully to step aside (laughs) and allow us to just be in our moment. Thank you very much. (laughs) I agree with that. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, cuz I am sitting front row in that for sure. So yeah. I'm I'm just fan and I wanted to end it on a fangirl note cuz I seen that and I was I was starstruck. I I got taken back to my my 12-year-old self. So oh. you know, a girl can dream that they're going to come back. All right, well here's hoping. Keep your fingers crossed. I know you're not a fan, but think keep think of me. And if you see them come back, just be like, "Oh, Amanda, just know for sure, Amanda's going nuts somewhere." Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I have had a ball speaking with you today, learning about ourselves, getting out of our own way so we can do the thing. You inspire me so much, Jennifer. I, I'm i just I'm honored for you to be on the show today. So thank you very much for taking the time. Again, if you guys are in the New Jersey area, anywhere on the East Coast, you want to take a little road trip, come join us in October for the... Bay May Festival. It's going to be a good time. And um, click the link below for uh, tickets and use the discount code to give yourself a little discount on the ticket price. Thank you so much for being here, Jen. Thank it's you for having me. And until next time, stay inspired. Thank you so much for listening, Bestie. If you love what you heard, spread the word. Screenshot this episode and post it on your social media don't forget to tag your girl. If you would like to show some further love, give this podcast a review over on iTunes. And be sure to follow our Staying Inspired podcast community Facebook page. I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create that next level self. Till next time, stay inspired.